0: Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. My name is Nick and this is the Buckeye Sports Blitz. Man, you guys remember me not too long ago on that team up north being delusional and dumb. Well, Desmond Howard describes that statement really just better than anybody. And okay, so let me tell you something real quick. I have this drunk, annoying family member who just won't stop talking with this person. It's it's stop talking, just stop, please stop. Be quiet. Oh, 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 okay. They're they're still going to then. Did that person really say that? And every time this person opens their mouth, they just make it worse. And this is how I feel about Giggle Boy, Desmond. Just stop talking. Be quiet. Shut your mouth before you say something dumb to get you fired from ESPN. I like and respect someone who has different opinions, but. When you don't back it up with any logic or reasoning, and you just kind of back it up with, well, that's what I think. Well, why? Well, just because. You sound like a clown. I mean, come on, man. Is Desmond Howard really this dumb? Uh, I, I, I don't know, man. He can't be. I can't believe somebody could actually just be like that. It's got to be a stick. It's got to be a stick for the clown fest that is College Game Day, what they've turned into. I really have kind of moved on from College Game Day quite a bit ago. My wife about 10 years ago, she says, you know, Facebook isn't cool or hip anymore. When your dad requests me as a friend. And I kind of feel the same way about game day. About a handful of years ago, my mom goes, did you see game day today? And that's when I'm like, God, geez, game day has lost all credibility. Um, Fox noon kickoff. That's the pregame show to watch or the big 10 kickoff show, whatever they call that. Now, that's a pretty good show. Uh, but anyways, uh, Desmond Howard, he just needs to stop talking. He, That dude is just so ignorant. He sounds just not smart. Every time he opens his mouth, he really does just make it too easy for the Buckeye fans. Uh, a couple things I want to get into. Last episode, I misspoke. Linebacker Chip Trey did not start last year at running back for Arizona State. He was penciled in to start this year, so I just simply misspoke on that. So wanted to clarify that. And, uh, oh, yeah, so I'm sure you guys heard it the field not the stadium will now be known as safe light field we'll move on to that we got plenty of time to talk about that later and you know Buckeye fans aren't happy they don't like change we don't like change so there's plenty of time to to get into that later um and some other news that we didn't get into on Friday wide receiver Cam Babb he has another setback, another knee injury. I don't think it's long term or major, but more than likely he will not play this weekend. So that that's tough to see. Uh, also, I sort of discussed it, but it sounds like the defensive backs are fully healthy. They're at full strength, ready to go, and that should be an advantage for Ohio State, considering how thin Notre Dame is at wide receiver. And Ohio State is now a 17 and a half point favorite. Marcus is going to have his team ready. He'll have something up his sleeve. I'm not sure. Um, the, the, this whole narrative that Notre Dame is just going to come in here and get waxed, I, I, I'm, I like I said, I'm just not whole sure on that thing. First of all, in recent memory, Ohio State has fallen on their face in primetime non-conference games, in the shoe, you know, in recent memory, Virginia Tech, Oklahoma, Oregon, and I'm a believer that the human element In sports, is the greatest equalizer. Do you think Marcus Freeman is really approaching this like a normal game? Hell no, he's not. This is his first regular season game of his coaching career under the lights, in the shoe, the stadium he played at, the stadium his dad worked at. And come on now, you know, Marcus is going, he's going to be ready. He's going to have that team ready. He's not coming here to see where they hold up. They're Notre Dame, and they're coming here to win. Al Golden is Notre Dame's defensive coordinator, who Ryan Day worked for at Temple. That's another little side note. I mean, this game has a personal feel to it. Notre Dame will be ready. Don't just assume they're going to come in here and we're going to blow them out. This time last year, everyone was talking about how we're going to blow Oregon out. Oregon's shaking in their boots. They don't want to play us. Ohio State's a two-touchdown favorite. Well, we know how that happened. They lost that game. And then it was, CJ sucks, put hewers in. And all the CJ haters now started really coming out after the Oregon loss saying, bench him. Those are the same fans that are already anointing CJ as the Heisman Trophy winner. I think everybody just needs to calm down. Ohio State fans and the media, they really do drive me crazy. The highs are high, the lows are lows. I mean, is there really even a thing of... Steady, even keel anymore. It's a 14 game season. I've always said the people from Ohio are just as bipolar as the weather. And chill out. I'm from here, so I'm allowed to say that. Uh there's a reason why Ohio State fans (laughs) they get dogged on so much because it's so easy. Every fan base has that type, but Ohio State has a lot of them. I go back to Penn State last year, Nebraska last year. Tulsa going into half at the Tulsa game. Ohio State was up 13 to 6. This notion that everything must be perfect in life only sets you up for failure. What did Urban say? What did he tell his players? And he was training the players to be comfortable at being uncomfortable. You know, the best football teams aren't the ones who win in perfect fashion every single week. They're the teams who respond when getting hit in the mouth. It's going to be a long season. Injuries will happen. Surprises will pop up. You know, and that's what I'm telling everybody now. Calm down, man. I don't know where this is. Society's gotten like this. Uh, does everybody not remember what was the the 2015 season? Right? If <laughs> exactly, you know what happened. That was a, a, a disaster. And again, everybody's saying this was going to be the greatest team in college football history and all that. And we remember what happened. As Buckeye fans, all we need to do is enjoy enjoy this journey, enjoy this ride, and support our players. They're human. Stop judging them like they're perfect robots. Has anybody listened here ever had a bad day at work? You don't choose to have those bad days. Sometimes it just happens. I'll tell you, actually I had some good seats last year like row 5 behind the visiting bench for the Purdue game. And there were a group of guys yelling and cussing at CJ every time he threw like a pass that just wasn't perfect or an incomplete pass. And these guys were wearing Buckeye jerseys. First of all, that tells you everything you need to know. Grown men wearing jerseys. I am very, very strongly against that. Uh, <laughs> that's just my own personal take there. But these guys spent their whole energy yelling negative things at CJ. And they're supposedly Ohio State fans. Not once did they say something positive when she CJ made a great throw. But... They reminded him of every mistake he made. And those are the fu- fans I just I can't stand. I, they're, they're not fans. They're not fans. Those are not real fans. Those are the fans that probably watch College Game Day, right? And like I said, th- every fan base has them, but it just seems like Ohio State has a whole lot more of them. I actually have a family member will tell you that Troy Smith sucks, and there's actually a whole fan base of Ohio State fans that believe Troy was overrated and wildly inaccurate, and there's nothing you can say to convince these people. Anyway, I'm going to go on a rant here. Uh, Like I said, every fan base has them. Uh, And to the people going to the game, show Notre Dame fans a good time. Hopefully that's by stomping them on the field. Uh, But be a good host. Have respect. Show respect. Show what it means to be a true Buckeye. Um, Okay, let's move on to some football. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, who to watch out for the next breakout player. You know, everybody does it this time of year. They're going to make a bold prediction or anything like that. I'm just going to tell you the things I want to see. Let's not forget the offense did have some falls last year. They were not perfect. And so starting, I'm I'm just going to do the offense right now. And these are the things I want to see happen or things that need to improve. Number one, I want to see the return of the slobs. The offensive line has to get back to being violent and nasty. Impose your will. Get back to bully ball. Notre Dame has one of the best pass rushers and defensive lines in the country. So this will be a good first test. And number two, this is, I got five things here, but but no, this is all, all kind of ties in together here. Number two, it's predicated off of number one get back to a more consistent, dominant run game. If the offensive line gets going, then this should be easily achievable. Now we got the running back room has just a little bit more experience with the top two guys, Trey Henderson and Meon Williams, which leads me to my next thing I wanna see, number three, give me more Meon Williams, man. I love Trey, but Meon just looks like the prototypical Ohio State running back. We talk about the O-line needing to be more violent, well, that's not a problem with this dude. He's very violent, very physical runner. So I want to see more of that guy, my own Williams. And number four, like I said, this all ties together. I want to see a better success rate in goal line or short yardage situations. Last year, we know, just wasn't very good. That needs to get better. And number five, last one. I want to see a little bit more creativity from Coach Day on the offensive side of things. There's a bit of stubbornness to Coach Day's play-calling style, much like Urban Meyer, if you guys remember. Last year, remember it was reported that the other teams, they knew what plays were coming, and you could see that to be true at times. So, look, I'm not going to harp on it. I just think, again... I think we all think this offense is going to be special, but at the end of the day, we never know. So here's some five things that I saw last year I think this offense should improve upon, and it should be easy things for them to improve upon. So there you go. Those are the five things I want to see the offense improve upon. And uh, next episode, we will do the defense. That should be easy. Actually, let's just do that right now. Number one and only one, defense. Get better. That's it. (laughs) That's it. That's all I got to say. And let's see our special guest. I've decided to release another show completely dedicated to the horseshoe going over the 100 years of the horseshoe, telling stories of what that place means to me and for all of you. Uh, I said that show will be out today on Monday, and that's still the case. It will be out later this evening, probably late at night. Uh, But, yeah, check that out. And we'll be, be back through the week. We'll be back on Friday. Thank you for listening, however you're listening. Be safe, Buckeye Nation. Go Bucks. Michigan. I hate Michigan. No Wolverines. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. No Wolverines.